0: You are now listening to Christ Will Open Doors taught by Pastor Randall Crawford Sr. Please visit our website at BethelHouseofTruth.org to listen to more messages like this one. Again, that is BethelHouseofTruth.org. Enjoy today's message and God bless you. Good morning. I want to welcome you all to Bethel House of Truth this Sunday service. Praise be to Yahweh. Yahshua in the highest. Amen? Amen? All right, let's get right into this. Christ will open doors. Christ will open doors. This is a message that I feel is important. Obviously, God feels it's important because he gave it. So, we're going to get into it. We're going get into it. You're going to learn some things today, as I hope you do every Wednesday and every Sunday. But you're going to learn some things today. Let's get right into this. So Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. That's where we're going to begin this study. give you a second to get there. Time's up. If you have us, so the glory to God. And it reads, ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek and ye shall find Knock and it shall be opened unto you What's open when you knock? A door A door is open Okay Now the importance of this message is that you knock And you knock on the heart of God Which is Jesus Christ Amen Ask and it shall be given you Seek and ye shall find Knock and it shall be opened unto you You must put effort in You must put effort in Amen Effort Must be placed in your spirit and in your mind. If you want anything from God. But when we knock, we're asking to get to a place that you were not in. When you knock, you walk through a door. Amen. For everyone that asks receiveth, ask in faith. That doesn't ask amiss from the book of James. Asking amiss means to ask, knowing you will consume it upon your lust. Therefore, it is not to glorify God, it is only to glorify you, and that's a problem. You will not receive anything when you ask amiss from God, period. For everyone that asks receiveth, and he that asketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened by faith. And again, walk through, walk through. Or what man is there of you, who hath His son or daughter asks bread, will he give him a stone? Question. Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? Question. If ye then being evil, yeah, he called you evil. If you then being evil, okay. If ye then being evil, meaning commit sin, know right and wrong, but choose wrong. Know how to give good gifts to your children that you love. How much more shall your father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him in faith and that don't ask amiss. After everything he said, he says, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. The last thing is to walk through. To walk through. 12 Let me go back to 11 God is supernatural His love is supernatural Everything about God is supernatural We're human There's nothing supernatural about us If you have the Holy Spirit The supernatural lives inside of you Which makes you kind of In a sense Okay In a sense In a sense But what I'm asking you Is what God is asking you is What I'm telling you is this Is that If You as an individual Ask And you seek Okay A door will appear to you. A door will appear to you. Okay? And you have to walk through that door. And on the other side there's something. 12. Therefore all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. Meaning, treat people the way you want to be treated. Amen? Simple as that. Love people the way you want to be loved. Simple as that. Care for people the way you want to be cared for. Amen? For this is the law and the prophets. Enter ye in at the straight gate, the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way. Very extensive. That leads to destruction. It looks good. It's very wide. There's a lot of people on that path. You don't want to be on that path. That path does not lead to the door to the heart of Christ. Amen. It just doesn't. Or to the heart of God, which is Jesus Christ. And many there be which go in thereat. On that path. Watch this. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way. What way? God's way. Which leadeth unto life. And few there be that find it. So what's behind that door? He just gave you a whole scenario of a whole bunch of things. You ask, okay? That you ask, and it shall be given to you, seek, and ye shall find, there's another level though, okay, knock, and it shall be opened to you, but you gotta walk through, but you have to walk through, and when you walk through, whatever door that you're knocking at, whatever door that you constantly open up, okay, you know what's on the other side, okay, there's things on the other side of every door, that's just the way it is, that's how doors are created, Okay, you're not going to find a door with the same thing on the other side unless you're in cartoon land. Okay, that's the truth. So listen, the door that you knock on in life is very important. Most people knock on the door that leads them to selfishness, worldliness, greed, hate, envy, jealousy, pride, wealth, riches, lust, so-called love. But really it's lust. False religion, death, Satan, Antichrist. That's the door most people knock on. Those doors. Christ wants us to know on a different door, the door to Yahweh's heart, which is Jesus Christ. That only Christ, the true Christ, will open to you and let you into. He wants to know when you knock, you must walk through. If you knock, he opens you don't walk through. That says a lot. Okay? You ever hear when people say, um, "I asked for this. Why is it making me upset?" Right? You ever hear that? I asked for something from God. He gave it to me. Why is it causing me trouble? Why is it making me upset? You sure you asked from God? Hmm. You sure. Do you sure you asked from God? Hmm. You sure it's from God? You probably opened the wrong door. You're probably knocking on the wrong door. Probably are. Door of Christ, the door of God, leads to eternal life. Leads to eternal life with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Simple as that. John ten. Go to John ten. Are you opening the door too? What will you find on the other side when you knock? When you knock, what will you find on the other side? It all depends on who you're knocking to. It, it all depends if you're knocking in with a miss, with an amiss intent, or if you're knocking to get to know Jesus Christ, to get closer to Jesus Christ, or just to fulfill your own lust in life. We are gonna find out though. John chapter ten, verse one. Want to do this whole check? Well, some of it. If you have a say glory to God. Really, really, truly, truly, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. That's what happens. The same as a thief and a robber. If you try to come in some other way without going through Jesus Christ. Amen. Because he is the door to the sheep. That's who he is. Watch this, but he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep, or you belong in the sheepfold to him that to him the porter openeth and the sheep hear his voice and he calleth his own sheep by name and leadeth them out. he takes care of them he leads them to the best pasture there is. the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Do you know his voice? Do you know the voice of God? Do you know the voice of your shepherd? You know his voice? I will ask you that question because sometimes we open the wrong door to the wrong voice. Amen. Sometimes we open the wrong door To the wrong voice Sometimes we enter into a Parallel world That we shouldn't even be in Right That means you don't know The voice of God Or that means you're Entertaining other voices Right Watch this Five A true sheep That's dedicated to the Father And to the To the shepherd Jesus Christ Is only gonna follow Jesus Christ And the ways of God That's it And a stranger will they not follow but will flee from him or her or it. For they know not the voice of strangers. They can spot a fake from a mile away. Okay? When it comes to religion, they can. What about in everyday life? What about in everyday life? Can you spot a door that you should not be in? Hmm? And are you Are you strong enough to close that door behind you? A door that's opened up that you should not have opened? Amen? A door that someone knocked on the door and you answered the door? Are you strong enough to close that door? Six. This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. They didn't get it. I'm going to make sure you get it. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, just like he's saying, he's going to make sure they get it. I am the door of the sheep. You can't get in unless you go through me. You can't get to the Father unless you go through me. I am the door of the sheep. Christ is saying, I am the door. I am Yahweh's heart. The only way to Yahweh is by me. The only way to eternal life is by me. The only way into the sheepfold is by me. So, know what door you open. Know what door opens up to you and who's behind that door. It's extremely important. It really is. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. No one, they're not messed up. They're not messed up. My true sheep. They're not messed up. Let me explain something to you. If someone's messed up in life. Okay. Meaning. And I ain't talking about a a mental illness. I'm talking about someone's messed up in life. Because that's what they want to be. They want to be messed up in life. They want to be foul. They want to be perverse. Okay. You have to understand. They have a lot of doors opening up to them. Okay. A whole lot of doors. They're opening doors where no one's even knocking. Because... They're just curious, okay? And they want to open... Kids are curious, okay? Kids are curious. Grown-ups shouldn't be curious. And they're opening doors they should not open. Thus goes thieves and robbers, murderers, lust, everything that I depicted to you earlier in chapter 7 of the book of Matthew. Watch this. Verse 9. I am the door, asha By me, if any man or woman enter in, he shall be he or she shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture, good pasture, the best pasture. Okay, God only feeds his children, the best. Amen. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am aasherir, come that ye might have life and that ye might have it more abundantly on a greater scale. Let's break this down again. Okay, let's break down life on a greater scale. Let's break down life in itself. And if you serve God, if you are a sheep of God, if you are in God's sheepfold, if the door that you open leads to the true Christ and the glory behind it, the glory behind it, which is God's glory. And that's who you are. You are living a life more abundantly. Your life is lived in a more abundant way. I want you to see this. But if you're opening doors that you have no business opening, okay, you're very busy closing doors because you ever had someone try to come into your house and try to attack your home through your front door, your back door, your side door, Hmm? and they're trying to force their way in. What are you trying to do? Close the door, right? You're trying to close the door. You're like, no, 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 but you open the door. You open the door, right? Shouldn't you know who's at your door? Hmm? Don't you know when you open doors that (laughs) it ain't Jesus all the time, okay? It ain't what he loves all the time. You're opening doors that you should not be opening. You're opening the doors to your mind, the doors to your heart, the doors to your soul and spirit. It's a problem. It's a huge problem. And now you you can't, you're not even focused enough because you're so focused on closing all these other doors because it's causing so much trouble in your life that you can't even focus on God the way you're supposed to when he's actually knocking. Let me help you. Nobody's home, I guess. Let me help you. You're too focused on these like these five other doors that you've got going on in your life. Let's focus on the right door, amen? The false doorkeeper. Satan and his workers only come to cause pain, hurt, sorrow. You ever had some of that in your life? Pain, hurt, and sorrow. But I mean on a constant basis where nothing changes. Where nothing changes at all in your life. Is that not a problem? That's a problem, right? That means you open it. And I don't don't care what anyone says. I know for a fact that means that you've got doors open that need to be closed. Okay? And you're not opening the right door. You can't have both doors open to the to your heart. God and Satan, God and the world, Jesus Christ and the world cannot sit on your heart. He's either one or the other. Right? Right. These false doorkeepers, Satan, his workers, only come to cause pain, hurt, sorrow, to steal, to destroy, to lie to you, to keep you from. The true door. Even the true Christ. Christ gives us life. But life more abundantly. Meaning with purpose. And abundance. and service to him. In service to him. Verse 11. He's repeating himself here. But in a good way. I am. The good shepherd. There's nothing good in Christ. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. And he does. He always has. That's who God is. That's who God is. That's who Christ is. See, let's break this down a little harder, culture here. So, what does the seed do? How do you how do you grow a fig tree or an apple tree? How do you do that? Okay, you put the seed in the ground. The seed must die, right? Christ is that seed. And are we not told to plant seeds? Are we not told to plant seeds of truth to everyone? That seed must die, must germinate, and it must become nothing, okay? So that the true glory can come forth, amen? So, Christ is that seed that feeds all. He had to die as a seed does. And just as a seed dies and resurrects and becomes beautiful, this beautiful tree that feeds everyone and lodges all the birds of the air inside of it. So is Christ to us as a tree of life that gives eternal life and that gives life more abundantly so that we can live to his holy way with purpose and a life of blessings from the Father Yahweh I am. How's your life? Are you knocking on the right doors? Or are you allowing Satan to open doors for you? Know your shepherd. Know your shepherd. Somebody hear what I'm saying. Know your shepherd. Know who he is. Understand who he is. Understand what God delivers to you. He's not going to leave a package on your door that can be stolen. Okay? He's not going to do that. We all understand logistics, right? He's not going to leave a package on your door that can be stolen. Amen. He's going to make sure that only you can get it. If it's from him. He's not going to play knock, knock, zoom, zoom and run. He's not going to ring the doorbell. He's not going to knock on your, your heart. Without you knowing that it's him. So why are you opening the door to other things that's not him? It's your life, but. Twelve. But he that is a hireling. And not the shepherd. Whose own the sheep are not. See if the wolf coming. They don't care if if they see Satan putting up an attack. They don't care what's going on in your life. They don't care if someone's trying to hurt you or harm you. They don't care if you're spiritually drained. They don't care if you're physically drained. They don't care. And leaveth the sheep and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth them. That's Satan, Antichrist. And scattereth the sheep. That's what he does. Understand that. And the hireling does not care. The hireling flees because he is a hireling. There's no love in his heart towards the sheep. He's just a hireling. And care if not for the sheep, I am the good shepherd. I and know my sheep and am known of mine. I know them and they know me. As the father knoweth me, even so know I the father and I lay down my life for the sheep, period. So that everything could grow. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, talking about the Gentiles, his other very elect, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd, which leads them to eternal life and greener pastures and life more abundantly. Therefore doth my Father love me because I lay down my life. That I might take it again No man taketh it from me But I lay it down of myself I have power to lay it down And I have power to take it again This commandment Have I received of my Father Praise God Christ will open doors You need to make sure it's Christ Amen You need to make sure that it's everything of God Everything of God Revelations 3 we're going to be on Revelations for a while. Alright, Revelations chapter 3, verse 1. Here we go. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis right, this is Christ speaking, these things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know thy works, that thou hast a name, that thou livest and art dead. Hmm. Saying I know your works. I know what you do. I know exactly who you are. This is church number five. I know exactly who you are. He's saying. I understand who you are. Okay. So. What you take from that is. Just because Christ is speaking to a church. That he doesn't agree with. Okay. This applies to every church. He knows exactly who we are. He knows exactly who we are. Watch this. But there are some people in churches and falsehood that must come out. They got to walk through that door. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. You hear that? For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Well, I thought no one was perfect. No, no one is perfect. He's saying I have not found your works mature enough. Before God. Your works are not mature enough before God. You still play games. That's what he's speaking of here. Okay? You still play games. I'm going to read. I'm going to explain that after I read three. Remember therefore. How thou has received and heard. And hold fast. And repent. There you go. He just gave them instructions on what to do. And how to do it. He's saying you're not dead yet you still got some life in you be strengthened by my truth my word for i know hmm you belong to a false church okay but you still listen to my truth through my elect my anointed be strong in my power and come out and walk through the door i've opened for you that i'm knocking on But if not, I will come. I will come on you as a thief and spoil you. For you wouldn't truly repent and change. He gave instructions, did he not? He gave complete instructions. He said, I have not found your work to be perfect. You still play games with me. You still play games with me. Who plays games with God? It's not good. Verse 4. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come. Because you're too distracted in the world. You won't even know the hour or the time that I return at the seventh trump because you're so distracted. Verse 4. Thou hast a few names even in Sardis which have not defiled their garments. See, there's people in falsehood that must come out, they must walk through that door. And they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. Christ saying, I know who belongs to me and who don't. We serve a great God because he knows every soul. He knows every spirit that's in the soul. Amen. He gave a twofold warning. He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment. It's your deeds. And I will not blot out his name or her name out of the book of life. But I will confess his or her name before my father, Yahweh. And before his angels, the holy angels. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Amen. Listen, if Christ is calling you to come out, I will listen to my Savior, my King, my husband, my God. You must have always known that there was... More to the word of God than what you've been taught. If that the case, if that's the case for you, okay, and Christ is calling you to walk through that door, that door that he's knocking on your heart. And he himself will open when you open when you put your hand on that knob. He will open it right to you, and he will bless you, and he will love you. And you will live a life of abundance and the blessings of God. Glory to God. Let's go to Colossians 4. Then we're going to go back to Revelations. Colossians 4. Let's get this. Colossians chapter 4. Chapter 4 verse 1. If you haven't, say glory to God. Masters, give unto your servants that which is just and equal. Knowing that ye also have a master in heaven. Think about that for a second. Do you not have people under you? Hmm? Do you not have people under you? Hmm? You have children. Okay? You have people you work with. People you probably are in charge of at work. Amen? Okay? And you must treat them correctly. Right? Right? You have responsibilities. Right? Continue in prayer. And watch in the same with thanksgiving. Continue in prayer and watch with thanksgiving. Be thankful in all that you have from God. With all, praying also for us that God would open unto us a door of utterance. There you go. That's what you pray for your pastor and for the ministry to open a door of utterance, to speak the mystery of Christ. For which I am also in bonds I am a slave to I'm an ambassador for Jesus Christ So what should be What should be your prayer When you pray hmm? You should pray that the word of God goes forth Amen That should be your prayer The word of God goes forth To the world That should be your prayer And by any means You should help it as much as you possibly can Make the word of God go forth Verse 4 Watch this Wait, I'm gonna go back to verse 3 for a second. Here's some things here. Paul saying, open unto us a door of utterance. The word utterance here is, of course, is Appendix 121.10 logos. To speak as it means something to you. As it's a part of who you are, as it's alive in you with passion. Okay? And fire. dedication and love as playing a instrument with passion or singing a song with passion and love not as a product that you just pick up and put down but as it as it's truly a part of you your life and your soul to create true change in you and others for the glory of Yahweh and Jesus Christ no games at all back to Revelation 3 No games. This is what it means. This is why we pray for utterance and that door to open up. Amen? That door to open up. Four. That I may make it manifest. There you go. Got another word from last week. That I may make it manifest. That I may make you understand it on the highest level there possibly is. That I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. So you could see it as you should see it. So you can hear it as you should hear it. Spiritually, not physically. Walk in wisdom toward them that are without redeeming the time. Spread the truth. Make the best of the time while you're in the flesh. Make the best of the time while you're in the flesh. Now, let me ask you a question again. We talked about different doors being opened in your life, right? Different doors being opened in your life that God didn't send you that you opened yourself, right? If you got a lot of doors that's opened in your life, how could you focus on the door that God wants you to focus on? How could you focus on and make... It says here to um, walk in wisdom toward them that are without. Redeeming the time. How could you... Um, Spread the truth And make your time here in the flesh With this spiritual truth How could you make it count If you're focusing on so many different doors You can't right Am I wrong Is God wrong He's not wrong Let your speech Be always with grace seasoned with salt See it ain't gotta be hard but Let your speech Be always with grace seasoned with salt Be salty because it changes things. Amen. But also have grace. Some people don't know how to do that. That ye may know how you ought to answer every man in the spirit and in the flesh. All to the glory of Yahweh and Jesus Christ. That's important. Listen, we have, a, we have work to do. And we can't do it without the doors that Christ Jesus our Lord opens for us. We must not be distracted by the doors that Satan and the world and ourselves open for us. If Christ wouldn't do it, if God wouldn't do it, those doors must be closed. Amen. It's just that simple. We must we must walk straight into the door without games, without lies, without hate, without hypocrisy, hypocriticalness. Only love. Only love. Let's go back to Revelations 3. Almost done. One more place after this. Revelations 3. Revelations 3.14. Watch this. We'll going to go to Revelations 3.7 actually. 3.7. 3.7. If you have not say glory to God. And to the angel of the church of Philadelphia, brotherly love, one of the churches that Christ is pleased with, that God's happy with, because they teach truth. They don't hold punches. These things say of he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth, and shutteth and no man openeth. It's Jesus Christ. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door. It's open. And no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. You have been very faithful to me. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews. Uh, Oo, what are really Kenites and fake Christians? They're not real. They're liars. They will be found out, though. But say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee. Philippians two ten through eleven, Revelation nineteen one eleven through twenty one verse 10 because thou hast kept the word of my patience you kept my truth i also will keep thee from the hour of temptation which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth I'm you your question Now, we know the whole world is going to worship antichrist because they don't have this truth and the reason they're worshipping antichrist is because they're they have too many doors open okay they don't have the truth at all they just they're going to worship him. That's, who, that's what's going to happen. Nothing we can do about that. But try to do our job. Amen. And try to save as many people as we possibly can save. And pull them out of the fire. Right? That's our job. That's what we're supposed to do. Prepare the way for Jesus Christ. To come at the seventh trump. Let the world know that he who comes first is a fake. That's our job. The hour of temptation. Listen now. 11. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast. That no man take thy crown. Him that overcometh. I will make a pillar. In the temple of my God. Pillar goes nowhere. pillar holds up the temple of God. You're forever in the temple. And he shall go. No more out. And I will write upon him. The name of my God. And the name of the city of my God. Which is new Jerusalem. Which cometh down out of heaven. From my God. And I will write upon him. My new name, he that hath an ear, let him what the spirit, saith unto the churches. Glory to God. Okay. Philadelphia has an open door. Why? Because they teach truth. Because they're not distracted by other doors. But just because Philadelphia has an open door, that not mean the members have an open door. Okay. The members who want to walk through that door. Okay. And want to be a part of the body. They will live their life accordingly. Amen. You know who has. A door from God open. and Who does not have a door from God open. Okay. You can tell. Because they're distracted. And they just can't focus. The way they're supposed to focus. When it comes to the truth. And when it comes to the body of Christ. They can't do it. Amen. 14. Let's continue. And unto the angel of the church of Laodiceas. Right? These things saith the Amen, the faithful, and the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. What a title. The beginning of the creation of God, Jesus Christ. Watch this. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. Ooh, you're lukewarm. Right? I know your works. I know you're lukewarm. That means I know you're fake. I know you're phony. I know you're wretched. I know you're you're um you're full of hypocrisy. I know you're full of envy, jealous, hate, lust, worldliness. I know you're one way in church and another way out of church. That's what he's saying here. That you want to play the role. Watch this. I would, thou were cold or hot. I wish you pick a side. I wish you choose a side. Because you make my heart go, pap- you make my heart palpitate. I want you pick a side. Either you're going to love me or you're not going to love me. Amen? How many like to be played with when it comes to love? Nobody? Nobody, right? It's a horrible thing to do to someone, right? Is it not? To play with someone when it comes to love. To lead them on. That's how God feels too. Amen? That's how he feels. So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Don't be, don't be neutral. Okay. Be straight on. Because if God spews you out of his mouth, that's with a, a violent vomit. Okay. You don't want that. That's not a good thing. It never is. Let's continue here. What's it, first of all, what does it mean to be neutral? I did a message like a year ago. But what does it mean to be neutral? Hmm? It means to never pick a side. It means to just be like, oh, I don't want to hurt you. Oh, I don't want to hurt you. Or basically, I don't want to lose what I have if I can keep both. Right? That's wicked. Right? That's not of God. Amen? You got to understand that. That's not of God. No neutralness is of God. That's someone who can't make up their mind. That's a double-minded person. Neutral. You may not be neutral all the way, but if you carry neutral tendencies, you got a problem. Because God says, I am rich. Watch this. And increase with goods. You may have all these things. You You may have money. You may have goods. And have need of nothing. And knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. Just a holy mess. A holy mess. A holy mess. Watch this. This is what you think in your brain. Why? I can play both sides. Both sides have been doing me good for years. That's what people say. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire. That's to go to uh, one of his elect churches. Head up that way. Okay. That thou mayest be rich and white raiment. That thou mayest be clothed. And that the shame of thy nakedness. Or are you shamed? Are you shamed? You should be shamed. Do not appear. And anoint thine eyes with selves. That thou mayest see My truth My door of entry You have to take off your physical eyes And put on spiritual eyes You have to remove the shame By repentance and change Amen And realness So that you don't appear shamed Okay Watch this 19, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. He says, if I love you, if I, if I correct you, it means I love you. But if you will not receive my correction, that means there's someone trying too hard to give you guys correction, even though they will not receive it. Amen? That's what that means. That means somebody being a sucker in your life. Okay? And they're trying to constantly correct you, correct you, correct you. If you if you love God enough, you would get it. Amen? And you wouldn't need the constant correction over and over again. You would shape up. He would shape up and repent. Because God loves those that he corrects. It's a, it's a time where he'll just be like, Okay, either you're going to get it or you're not. 20. Behold, I stand at the door. Here you go. And knock. I stand at the door and knock. That's the door to your heart. And if any man or woman hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him or her and will sup with him or her and he with me. Praise God. What's up? This is Christ knocking at the door of your hearts and at the door of sinners' hearts. Hoping for true change Hoping that That you Let him in So we could show you Great things And show you Who you are in life And in him And in the father Yahweh He's saying come in Let me in Let me in You know how many times people block Jesus Christ from coming in Mm-hmm. They just block them. They don't want him to come in fully. They only want him in a certain amount. I only want Jesus in me forty percent, cause I I want to keep sixty percent of me. I don't want I don't want to change all the way. It's pretty bad, right? It's pretty disgusting. Ship up or ship out. Especially what Jesus is saying. That's what God's saying. He's saying ship up or ship out. Watch this. If he's knocking, oh, why would you answer? Why would you leave Jesus at the door? Why would you leave Jesus? He's not falsehood. Why would you leave Jesus at the door? Why would you do that? Why? He's not worldliness. Why would you leave him at the door? But you open the door to something else. You you give your all to something else. That's crazy. Here we go. Twenty one. To him that overcometh, I will grant to sit with me and in my throne, even as I also overcame and have sat down with my father in his throne. Okay? To him or her that opens the door to life. You hear what he's saying? He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Let him hear it. Do you have an ear to hear the knock? Mm. Do you have an ear to hear the knock from Jesus at your heart's door? The door of your mind, the door of your soul? Or are you distracted by the loud music and the people or the things or the lust to listen for the knock and to open it? What, what happens when the mailman or UPS or somebody comes and knocking on your door? Doot, 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 doot. Because you're jamming Or because you're doing something else You missed the door They leave a note Sorry we missed you Right Sorry we missed you Right And you're like Dang I've been waiting for that Why are you so distracted If you're waiting for it Wait for it Right If you're waiting for life Wait for life Right Don't be distracted by life Let's close out. Revelations 4.1. We're going to lead right into this. Now, this is for God's elect here. This is for the person, okay, who opened the door. This is what you're going to see for the person who opens the door. Amen? After this, I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was, as it were, of a trumpet talking with me, which said, come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. And immediately, do you understand things that will be hereafter? Hmm? What makes someone understand things that will be hereafter? Hmm? What makes someone? What makes someone, right? It's a good question, right? What makes someone understand the coming of Antichrist? What makes someone understand The destruction And the wrath of God that's coming If you understand it before, If you know it before it even happens What makes someone really understand that hmm? What makes it look like they understand it What makes it look like to God If they look like they understand it The preparation Your preparation Your preparation Your preparation now, like most people know that one day they're gonna to have to retire, right? One day they're gonna to have to stop working, right? Most people know that, right? Most people know that one day when you get older, you're gonna to have to stop working, right or wrong? How come people don't prepare for it properly? Hmm? How come people don't prepare for retirement properly? How come people struggle in retirement? I think people just like to say, I'm retired, okay? That's what I think. I think people like to say, I'm I'm so retired. They struggle in retirement, right? Think about that for a second. Why? Because they're not prepared for it. You're not they're not prepared. You have to be prepared, amen. You have to be prepared. Now, if you're prepared for antichrist, what's preparing for antichrist? Getting your life together, right? Getting your life together is preparing for Antichrist. Amen. That's what it is. Getting your life together is preparing for Antichrist. Knowing that in the twinkle of an eye, after certain events happen, and we're way up the caliber, we're way up the ladder, okay? The Antichrist will appear. And then five months later, Jesus Christ will appear. And this generation. Preparation shows God that you get what he's saying after you walk through that door or are you still deciding whether to walk in or stay out. Watch this. And immediately I was in the spirit and behold, a throne was set in heaven and one sat on the throne and he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardis stone. And there was a rainbow round about the throne, and sight like unto an emerald. Now, this is the sh- um, God's bow, that holy bow, the one that Satan, Antichrist, and that these um, human beings of the earth today disgrace. Verse 4, And round about the throne were four and twenty seats, thrones. There were thrones, Amen. Four and twenty seats. And upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting. Okay. Twelve apostles. The twelve patriarchs. Clothed in white raiment. Twelve and twelve of twenty-four. And they had on their heads crowns of gold. And out of their throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices. And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne. Which are the seven spirits of God. Mm. And behold, the throne, there was a sea of glass like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne, and round about the throne, were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. So on each head of the beast, was nothing but eyes. This replaced the cherubs. This is the zoom, okay? The beast that God created. To replace Tyrus and Michael and Gabriel. Watch this. And the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast like a calf, and the third beast had a face as a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. These are all symbolic of the tribes of Israel. Okay? And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, about him, and they were Full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. This is what you see through that door. Okay. Now, I don't know about you, but I know this is the glory of God. Okay. If you can't. And if if you have not. Now, here we go. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne who liveth forever and ever, Yahweh and Jesus Christ, and the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worshipped him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure, they are and were created. Glory to God. What pleasure have you given God today? Or any day? I know you pleasure yourself a lot. But what pleasure have you given God? When you walk through this door, the door that knocks in your heart, if you open, He opens that door to you. Okay? And you go on the other side and you see this glory. You see this wonderfulness of God. Okay. Everything that he's showing you. Everything that he's allowing you to see. And it it's a blessing. You're there for a reason. You're there because it's where he wants you to be. But if you can't get past the threshold because of who you are. Because of who you are. And because of your selfishness. And because of you have a different agenda from the glory of God. Okay? There's a problem. There's a huge problem. And that problem will continue until the games stop. Until maturity sets in. Until you strive for perfection in Jesus Christ. Till you literally strive. Okay? Listen, the one who opened the door to Christ and Yahweh will see the glory of Yahweh in Jesus Christ. And will go on to do great things for Yahweh and Jesus Christ led by the Holy Spirit all you got to do is open the door when he knocks okay Christ will open doors for you so that you can live a life more abundantly in his holy name and so that you're not distracted you're not distracted think about the distractions that you face every day okay okay which keeps you oh I forgot to pray today oh I forgot to give thanks today oh, I forgot to eat what <laughs> I forgot to wash my face I forgot to brush my teeth I forgot to wake up today right Th- think about these things think about these things for a second think about your life how it was always rushy 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 right how there's no order to life For most people, that's because you're still trapped over here, okay? Remember to stand in the grace of God because that's where he wants you. God bless you all. I love you all. All glory and praise to the Father and the Son. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a question? Now you can ask away during any Sunday sermons episode, available exclusively on Spotify. To submit your question, simply access the episode on the Spotify app. Scroll down to the bottom of your mini player and ask away. We can't wait to hear from you. Were you moved by today's message? Download it now via our website for a donation of $10. Help us sow a seed of truth around the world. Donate any amount today. Thank you and God bless you.